When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, talkers. It's a little after five o'clock. DJ Rock Lobster is in studio with Lori and Stephanie March. A little pop culture jeopardy. Shall we play a game? Hello, everybody. Oh. How do you feel, Stephanie March? Do you think you can handle No, I'm horrible at this. You know it. (laughs) You know how bad I am at this, which is actually why Lori asked me to come on the show. Well, how does he know? Because I think the last time we did this, I was horrible. Oh, you were? Okay. But that's okay. Perhaps what you need, Stephanie March, (laughs) is a segue. You need a mentor. Yes. Today is International Mentoring Day. Okay. So I picked out, uh, I believe, nine movies here that that maybe have a mentor-mentee relationship within the film. Okay, this could work. Okay. This could work. Okay. And I'll even go back, uh, you know, we'll keep it Gen X because I think you're... You're about my same I'm, age I'm or so. squarely in the X. Um, squarely. So we'll go back to 1984. Okay. Uh, there was a movie where there was a character named Daniel LaRusso. Oh, Cardigan! Cardigan! Yeah, there yes. it is. And who was he mentored by? Oh, Mr. Miyagi. There you go. Wax on. Hat. Wax off. Hat. Wax on. my eye. hand. Thumb inside. Paint the house. Wax on. Yes. Wax off. There you go. Okay. It's one nothing, Stephanie Meyer. Okay. Did you have you watched Cobra Kai? Um, I've watched a bit of it with yeah. one of the kids, and then I have and then I for, yeah, yeah, I, I have kinda to get forgot through. about it yeah. too. Yeah. No. I gotta Same. get it. I've I've dabbled in it, but didn't Same. Stay with Maybe it. Season. Dabbler. Yeah. It <laughs> seemed to be a too much. They were cranking out yeah. too many episodes. Right. I think you're right about that. Mm. All right. Now we're gonna go back to 1964. Ooh. There was a yeah. uh Broadway musical, My Fair Lady, was adapted into a film starring Rex Harrison as Henry Higgins, who mentors uh, Eliza Doolittle, played by Audrey Hepburn. But what I want from you is uh, somebody tell me a song from My Fair Lady. Uh, A pack of full of pennies or pences or something? (laughs) Um, No. I'm not um, seeing that one. That's, no, there's a few that are. There's pretty a few. A-list. Yeah, there's like Julia, I feel special. You're gnashing her teeth right now. No, that's um, not. I feel pretty's from uh, West Side Story. That's right? true. Okay, uh, I I couldn't. I don't think Hold I can on. name. Um, my no. fair lady. Yeah, I, I I can't name one. Oh well. Cute. Um, you've probably we know them. The minute you them. say them, this is the one where they sort of he teaches her how to speak. Uh, you might know this one. I mean, I know I've heard of that. I didn't know singing like this was an option. <laughs> I'm going to start singing in a different way. On how, about, how about this one? We are, we are not, not my fair lady, lady fans. fans. No, I guess not. Okay. Uh, and about, I always 
felt that Rex Harrison was way too old. Way too old for Audrey Hepburn. Hepburn. I was and like, well, who would want to kiss that old man? No, thank That's you. what I thought. No, thank you. All right, well, let's go back to the 80s. Okay. Where All right, 80s. Is, thank Rooney you, please. I know. Fun things he found. <laughs> I, know. I like some of those songs. No. Um, who mentors whom on the planet Dagobah in 1980s? Oh, Yoda mentors Luke Skywalker. That is right. Oh. You must unlearn what you have learned. Yes. All right, I'll give it a try. No. Try not. Do. do. Or, do. or do not. There is no try. Uh-oh. I know that Well, one. Stephanie has a chance to go 3 nothing because I have a uh, mm-hmm. culinary question here. Oh! Uh, in what 2007 Pixar film would you find the imaginary ghost of Chef Ratatouille? Gusteau? Yes. Chef, Chef Gusteau mentoring a rat voiced by Patton Oswald. Yes. Ratatouille. I pretend to be a human through linguini. I, I pretend you exist. He really does so have, have an iconic type of voice. You only tell me stuff I already know. I know who I am. Why do I need you to tell me? Why do I need to pretend? <laughs> but you don't, really. You never did. There you go. There's oh. the mentor, mentee. There it is. So I'm doing bad. You're doing I'm well. I'm doing three, well today. Three to one. Three to one. To none. I have no. zip. We no, still zip. have uh, five questions. Okay, okay, okay. You can still you can take it out. Uh, Mickey Goldmill, played by Burgess Meredith, mentored oh, what? Rocky. F- yes. Oh here. dang it! I was thinking. <laughs> here he is. I had Mickey and I had a whole mouse and the, yeah. And he's hungry. Hell, you ain't been hungry since you won that belt. Yeah, I remember. I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of boxing, uh, what actor's character mentored what actress's boxing character in 2004's Million Dollar Baby? Oh, it was Clint Eastwood mentors Hillary Swank. There it is. That one I had no idea. Yeah. See, yeah. Just like I guess that, boxing movies, right? That was a tearjerker. Was it? Remember that, Rocco? I don't think I saw it only because I don't like to be saddened. Oh, God, that, that was a good movie, though. That, I, I remember happens. that was a big one for her. She won. She won, like, all, yeah, all the it things. Was, it was, and it was a real tearjerker. Yeah. She's won two yes. Best Actresses. And I got to promote, deal. I love Alaska Daily. Mm. For TV one. series on oh. CBS. Great. Yeah. So okay. did you catch up here, Lori? What, no, is it three it's to three two? Three to two. All right, she's Crawling back. Okay, I gotta get smart again. Uh, we'll go back to the eighties. Uh, George Carlin played the time traveling mentor. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey uh, or Adventure, Magical sure. Adventure. Something. Bill and Ted's Big Adventure. Big adventure. He was their mentor. Greetings, my excellent friend. Love George Carlin. Do you know when the Mongols ruled China? Wow. Perhaps we could ask them. All right, so there you go. <laughs> Um, how about, this is also still in the, well, uh, this gets to the 80s. It starts in 1961. Fast Eddie Felsen mm-hmm. was a character played by Paul Newman in 1961's oh, The Hustler. The Hustler. Mm-hmm. And then he returned in a 1986 oh, sequel, The Conquers. Color of Money. You're Color right. Money. You're right. There they are, playing pool. There it hustling. is. Sort of fat. Yes. All right, so we got two left. Does Lori have a chance to come it's back? Three to she four. does. It's three. Oh. Stephanie has four, so this is very put your okay. wage right. your bets. We're Place staying, your bets. We're staying in the 80s here. Okay. Name the actors who played the mentor slash mentee in 1987's Wall Street. 
Michael Douglas and Charlie Sheen. Hey, there Yeah, she no, is. that was just like there, but that wasn't coming out <laughs> at all. Green. I could see Charlie Sheen's For face. For lack of a better word, yeah. is Okay, good. it's tied up, man. Yeah. Greed is right. Gordon Gecko. Greed Gekko. works. Yeah. Remember? Yes. All right, so it all comes down to this. Okay. In what 1999 movie? Oh, shoot. Would you find the character Morpheus? Oh, Matrix. <laughs> Matrix. Yes. Right. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. That movie so much. Even now in this very room, you can see it when you look out your window, or when you turn on your television. There it is. Yes. Nice. That's the first time I've ever won this game. Pretty good. 5-4. That was a good one. Is that all the questions you I, I, just, I, I usually just do nine. Oh, you do? Is that the magic Ooh. number that you, we answer? It usually is, but quickly. now we got like three minutes left here. So what oh. else do you want to talk about? Well, let's see. Well, David Foster says that as a 73-year-old, he can offer his toddler son wisdom as soon as that kid learns how to talk. Um, And then he's going to be too exhausted to answer the uh, yeah. questions like, that a toddler poses. Right. I had a kid say. like at 40 and then I feel ancient. <laughs> Can yeah. you imagine? Like, yeah. why is this guy blue? Where is this rain from? Why well, is this? His fifth wife is 38 and that's okay. the key. If you're going to be a 73 year old dude. Septuagenarian yeah. daddy. Yeah, then you have a young wife who can do all the running around. Oh, man. Yeah, um, but if you're a 73-year-old man, you need your wife to take care of you. You're an old person. Hello? Right. Yeah, you, you theoretically, thinking a dude who was born the same year they wrote the Geneva Convention, marrying <laughs> his fifth wife, might have reservations about coming to dad for the seventh time. Wow. Because <laughs> his daughter's in, his 40, in their 40s. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Catherine McPhee is his wife. Yes. I didn't realize it was... Catherine like McPhee. one of his things he could say, don't let your fourth wife ride horses in tall grass. <laughs> Yolanda Hadid <laughs> with her Lyme's disease. Right. Oh my God. Um, um, when you're driving at night, <laughs> keep your eyes peeled for Ben Vereen. Because remember. What? Did he, did he run over Ben <laughs> yes. Vereen? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's like a fortune cookie. <laughs> uh, don't, don't be these. Third, the second husband after Bruce Jenner, even if he did turn into a woman. Because, you know, Linda Thompson Linda marries Thompson. marries Bruce Jenner after she leaves Elvis. And she, you know, when Bruce says, I want to be a woman, she breaks up David Foster's marriage yeah. to whomever. Oh. And then Yolanda Hadid breaks Yolanda up his Hadid. marriage yes. to Linda Thompson. Right. Oh, good Oh, Lord. the Hollywood. Uh, the moment. Web, Rocco. Yeah, I was yeah. just looking up, you know, because I knew he wrote and, some big songs. Oh, huge songs. He's he amazing. Um, he wrote the love theme from, oh, no, not that one. The love theme from St. Almost Fire. Oh. Oh, he's, he's. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, he wrote a lot of the a stuff of off stuff. the Chicago, like, um, 17 album that would, like, had hard for me to say I'm sorry mm. and all those oh. songs. Oh. Number one. I, I'll never forget the episode wow. of when the Real Housewives when Yolanda Hadid was married to David Foster and he had all the housewives over, Brandy, Lisa Vanderpump, and he was having a night of, you know, food and music. And David started playing the piano and Brandy started singing along. And Yolanda, nobody else performs when my husband is playing the piano. And we're like, wow, what a buzzkill. Wow. You think if someone can play the piano, everyone can sing along? Uh, yeah. Huh. No. Nope. But anyway, yeah. Well, 
Um, you know. Okay. He's doing all right. He had he he's wrote uh, he co-wrote I Have Nothing off the Bodyguard oh, soundtrack. Yeah. Yes. That's a chunk of change. Yeah. That he, was her like main thing in that movie. Yeah. Right. No, he's worked with everybody. <laughs> There's a documentary Rocco about him that I guess is pretty good. Huh. He just bugged me so much when he was married to Yolanda. He was such a dink. Yeah. He was a dink, and so I was just like, I don't like this guy. Little precious. He can write all these songs, but right. you know, I don't like So him. then maybe uh, maybe McPhee is bringing him down a notch to reality. Well, Having a toddler running around is probably... Yeah, I mean, you know. And, so wait, it, the Gigi and Bella are not... They're not his, are they? No, no, that's when Yolanda was married to her second husband. Got it. David was her third Shit. husband. <laughs> Why do these people oh, keep getting married? I don't know. All right, Rocco, thank you so much. Okay. Thanks, Rocco. Everybody, congratulations. Thank you. I'll take that. All right, we'll be right, right back with the Dirt Alert. Hey everybody, it's Lori here for Hammernecks Interior Solutions, and they have got, when I say they have interior solutions, I mean it, A, because they've got the largest in-stock uh, flooring in Minnesota. Um, they're a full-service flooring company. They offer competitive prices on absolutely everything, and their inventory is always marked at 12% off. They're already low price. They're open seven days a week. Their team of flooring experts can help you with any budget, any size venue. They do commercial and, of course, houses. And um, they are, if you're a do-it-yourselfer, you know, that's fine, too. But if you need installation, they will help you. They serve the entire Twin Cities metro area and beyond. The two flooring superstores, St. Paul on Rice Street, across from the original design store. And also in New Hope, off of 169 and Bass Lake road that's hammernecks if you're looking for flooring or carpeting they are your one-stop shop is a my talk dirt alert all right grant are we having any accidental sports talk today yeah, in our dirt alert? Let's, yeah let's have a little fun accidental sports talk okay. off we'll just take a little moment to jab at tom brady yes. here for a minute yeah his lovely wife giselle yesterday was out running and jogging with a beautiful jujitsu uh trainer oh, her trainer while her calling them yeah, while her husband was getting his arse kicked in a playoff game 31 14 and after the game he doesn't know what he's going to do if I were him, I would have quit two years ago when you won the Super Bowl, and you still might have had your dang family. Yeah, right? Yeah. Obsession, obsession, was obsession. Was it worth it, Tom? Mm-hmm. Was it? Was it worth it? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm glad Dallas won. Me too. I, yeah. I'm, I really am. I, Come on. I just, I'm glad that he kind of now has to sit in his corner, <laughs> uh-huh. think about what he did a little bit, and um, decide whether he wants to pursue his ego or try to pursue the happiness Bay of life. have him back? They might, but I don't think he's going back there. You don't I, think so? No, they're just so far behind. They're old. I would say if he goes anywhere, you could see he goes back to his hometown of San Francisco because they're kind of in a quarterback lingo. Miami. I do see him playing one more year because of his ego. Okay, well, you then just tell me, riddle me this. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Because this is accidental sports talk, and I just see, like, if there's something on Extra or Inside Edition or Entertainment Tonight, who is that long-haired, beautiful quarterback for Tennessee. For uh, uh, Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence. He's got the best hair in the NFL. The flow down the back. Oh, my. Oh. And he's tall and skinny. He looks like a rocker. He's he, a quarterback? He went, yeah. he went to the Waffle House with his teammates, yep. and it was on, like, extra. He so. is a very... He, oh. he took Clemson to the <laughs> national championship. He's so cute. Oh, he's got flow like you wouldn't believe. Oh, yeah. God, yep. so great. And big for Jacksonville because they haven't been in the playoffs for years. It's been a downtrotted organization for a long time. They were down 27 nothing, and they came back to win. They almost caught up to her Vikings record. They did. Biggest comeback. Oh, my gosh, really? It was like the third largest comeback. I saw this guy. Casey just happened to turn it on. And this guy... And he's I, got. He does. He's got running, a lot of lettuce, but not my not my quarterback, oh. but kind of a a husky fella. Yeah. And I said, well, and I watched it, and I looked at Casey. I said, I've never seen such a big man run the football that far. And he goes, I'm pretty sure we just saw an interception, <laughs> and that was a defensive guy. <laughs> oh my god! Because was that yes, was something that was yes. It was yes. a husky fella running not that not fast. That he fast. threw three interceptions in the first half, so you definitely saw an interception and a husky fella running back. But running hey, back a lot of yards. Yeah, but wow. uh, Trevor Lawrence, I believe, I don't think he's on the market. I think he's a, a, a he. I think he did one of those like engagements after a championship game okay, back in well, college. He's, but, that's my team. That's like my it. Cinderella Is it? team. Yeah, okay. Right. For right now. For right but now. While I'm getting ready for Rihanna Bowl. Okay, Rihanna Bowl. I get you. I, I get love you. It. I love it. Well, moving on to, you know, we talked earlier in the first uh, Dirt Alert of the day how Jeremy Renner was really excited. He tweeted out that he was at home this Sunday to watch the first episode of season two of Mayors of Easttown, which is his show on Paramount+. Plus. Taylor Sheridan. I feel like I want to go back to that show. Yes, absolutely. Do you watch that show? I didn't because when they killed off the what the other character, Coach T, in the T, first episode. Episode, I kind of dropped we out of it. We did too. We got mad about it, and but I, I think it's a good show. I've maybe. heard a lot of great things. So. I do like Jeremy Renner. Mm-hmm. And now there are, well, there's one thing. And in, in reference to that show, now because he received such bad injuries during this uh, January 1st incident where he was run over by a big cat snowplow, where he his chest was. Uh, it was pushed, it caved in. He had yeah. a broken leg. He had some really bad facial injuries. Paramount Plus has re-released the posters for season two, taking out because in the original poster he had a very beaten up, belligerent face that had looked like it had gone through the ringer. But they've cleaned those up, yeah, <laughs> to make it look like he didn't it, get his butt for kicked. Respect for respect. So it doesn't know. look like are they making fun of him because he did kind of look like that from the he yeah. from the hospital bed. He looked like his character and very similar photos. So they clean those up. But we're also learning. Kingstown. Yeah, Kingstown, mayors yeah. of Kingstown. Because I'm like mayor of Easttown. Yeah, Wait, Kingstown. I'm sorry. I totally yeah. had a moment where yeah. I was like, am I on the right show? No. But we're also learning. We're thinking mayor of Easttown. I'm thinking, mayors yeah. of Kingstown. Whoa. Yep, yep. They're, they're very similar. But we're also learning some really crazy news here. It may take a lot longer than they expect for him to recuperate from this injury. They're looking at a full recovery could take at least two years because they had substantial injuries and they had to reconstruct his chest cavity because it was yes because he was run over on his chest 
And now, I mean, breathing, everything, getting his the physical therapy for moving his, yeah. even getting He's his legs. He's got a long road ahead long of him. Long road ahead of him. I so, did not realize that. If yeah. anyone had told Casey how long his comeback would be from his motorcycle accident, I would have told them to don't even tell us. Yeah. yeah. You can't prepare. You don't know what's ahead of you, and you just—he's just gonna have to take. But he did like get totally went through like a ringer, yeah, thing yep. like smash. Yeah, no, it's it's you so know like so serious. It's like no, you oh, like, it's you like know, a like, big bobcat, like a groomer, a snow you know, cat. Yeah, a snow cat. cat. Yeah, the groomers oh, with the man. tracks on a ski hill—they're massive. They yes, were, yeah, he he, he was run over half of his chest and the majority of his right leg, and it. It, it was very what scary. What about his Marvel show? Is that the one season that's coming out already Hawkeye? been filmed? Hawkeye. Hawkeye yeah. There isn't a second season being filmed yet. Oh. He has nothing with Hawkeye to be worried about with Marvel. There, That's oh. kind of in a different phase of what he will be a part of. So okay, he doesn't have to it. worry about that. But okay. if Mayor of Easttown season three, I mean, this right. could take two years. This Is, is it Kingstown? Or? Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah. Gosh, yes. Mayor I know. I know. Mm. I did that last time we talked yeah. about it. Yeah. Let's go to another fun show that okay. a lot of people have been talking about. Only Murderers in the building. Now, season two, we had a nice little fun surprise. Paul Rudd was on there for a fun appearance. And then it was known that he would now become part of season three. Well, now we have learned that Meryl Streep has entered the building. And she's going to be chat. And she's going to be coming on to Only Murders in the Building season three. And Selena Gomez shared a really fun clip on Instagram where Streep had popped out from behind the cast. And Rudd had teased that there could, you know, there's something that we could do a little better this season. But I don't know what it is. And then all of a sudden, Streep just popped up. Oh, I love so it. I love very it. cool if you're a fan. I wonder of if she's going to be a fellow detective or you know an armchair detective or. Whatever I have not watched this be. movie or this show, show yet. In the in the clip, they show her like kind of being like an assistant to uh, Martin Short and Steve Martin, and kind of like fluffing pillows and them okay. going back and forth with some banter. So. Who could be a detective. That could have been just a fun little skit yeah, to get them it. into the mood. But uh, she was fluffing pillows for the boys. Let's just put it mm-hmm. that way. And uh, let's see here. Channing Tatum or Todd and Julia Chrisley. What do you want? Oh, give us update on the uh, the tax evaders. Yeah. The tax evaders are officially beginning their new lives behind bars. <laughs> combined years of combined of 19 years. Todd is going to serve 12 years in a federal prison in Pensacola, Florida. Meanwhile, Julie Chrisley is set up to sev- serve seven years in a federal correctional institute uh, just two, two hours away from where he will be. So a total of 19 years for the two. Oh, the Chrisleys are no longer. And they were on their, they had their podcast last week still protesting that they're innocent. Even, God Lord. Even their daughters was saying that Jen Shaw got a lesser sentence than her father and was complaining about that. that really? Uh, yeah, wow. They're clueless. A clueless family. I never watched that show. I only dipped in and I kind of kept thinking, like, who are, who these, are people? these people? Why are they important? You didn't yeah, miss much. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Grant. You're welcome, guys. Uh, yeah, everyone I'm knows also that. Though, an I, academic yeah, yeah. Uh, emailer skimmer, and Grant, <laughs> I wonder if that my talkie thing you were talking about—is there any place that we need to be at any hour or call in on any day? Has there been anything from Mean Old B. Arthur? Not, not yet. Not Please a- let me know. Do not assume that. We'll, Do not assume <laughs> that I will. I will have skimmed that email. There's will- already been controversy with the nomination <laughs> <We> have- <laughs> process. Apparently. Oh yeah, the process is very. Is it too much? Sketchy. Uh. I would say no one could explain it to me. It was selective, 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 selection, controversy. (laughs) 
I mean, my boss closed the door on me because I couldn't <laughs> stop wondering about it. She did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, now I want to know if you guys think this was published in the Journal of Human Animal Interactions. And last week I brought up a dog thing that was quite popular with the people. Oh. The dog being yeah, right or left handed. Oh. Anyway, I thought this came as a study of duh to me when I skimmed this article. Helping dogs comes naturally to little ones, particularly toddlers. Well, yeah. Isn't that a I dog? mean, they're all the yeah. same size. <laughs> they have, they share an eye line, eyesight. Yeah, they yeah. did a study of 97 toddlers between the ages of 20 and 47 months. Because those are the, apparently, after you get to be 48 months, then you're years. You're older, then you're into the years. <laughs> years. I've always wondered that. I've always, oh, my son is 22 months. And I'm like, why don't they just No, say it's two, two years old. I, yeah. You too. I just got, ridic- or not, I got scolded, not scolded, but I said, yeah, he's three months old. Lily goes, no, he's 12 weeks. I go, well, oh, that's the same thing. Oh, my word. I know, I know, I know, I know. So anyway, toddlers, apparently these little toddling toddlers well, they did an experiment with toddlers and dogs. God. And they found out that little these little toddlers will help a dog get a treat. They'll lead with the you know, they are yeah. instinctively Yeah. I'm like, I yeah. thought we kinda knew this. Yeah, there's a lot of uh It comes natural yeah. to children. Yeah. But they did a study on it. They wanted to see if their theory <laughs> the thing was that we've correct, all watched that we've all in entire lives is true. Yeah. And There's an affinity true. because, again, same size. Same size. Looking at each other in the mm-hmm. eye. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> okay, now here is a study of duh. Study finds that fat on the outside of chocolate gives it the best, best mouth feel. I, yeah, this wait, is a study of duh. Wait, wait, wait. Seriously? Fat uh-huh. on the outside of chocolate? Mm-hmm. This was published in Neuroscience yeah. News. Yeah. Mm. Okay, what, what mm-hmm. are they saying? Well, I mean, again, I I skimmed <laughs> a lot of this, and I have had... No follow-up question. I've had no European chocolate. Right. And it is, there is a difference, but scientists from the University of Leeds have decoded the physical process that takes place in the mouth oh. when a piece of chocolate is eaten as it changed from... Solid into the smooth, creamy emulsion. Oh. <laughs> That's just gross. Yeah, that many people find totally irresistible. <laughs> so they're saying the people who don't just like eat the chocolate, chomp, 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 and swallow. They're people who like kind of let it melt in your mouth. Lubrication uh. science is everything <laughs> when it comes to dark chocolate. That's it does. Right. It's so true. Like, think about. Um, remember when you discovered at the gas station ice cubes? Yeah, that chocolate. Oh, in the foil. Oh yeah, ice cubes. Remember I that? Forgot about those. Amazing yeah. the way those melt in your mouth. Yeah. Chocolate ice cubes? Yeah. They're called ice cubes. They're but little, they're little like York. Yeah, they're from like they're, the York oh, yes, company yes, or something. Yes, yes, they're yes. delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They, they still work. Delicious. They And they, what they did, they they used a model of a mouth. 
to find that the fat on the outside of the chocolate breaks down, coats the tongue, and that's what makes eating chocolate so enjoyable. And I have to argue that throwing handfuls of M&Ms into your face is oh so good. But that's just like a fast fix, though, you know? It's not as satisfying as like when you put like a... No, like like a... a, a, Regina's chocolate or chocolate Celeste. And you have a really good piece of chocolate and you just... St. Croix Chocolate Company. Oh, yeah. And you just let it melt. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm in. They call it fat. They do. The fat on the outside of the chocolate gives it the best mouth feel. I mean, I agree. Sure. Seemed like a study of dub, but Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, This is another. uh, Yeah, truffle hill. You know how people have FOMO? There used to be that FOMO you had fear of missing out. Yep. Guess what we have now in 2023 as a result of all this FOMO? Now we have half of adults are dealing with FOSI. Fear, Fear of, of saying, saying yes. yes. Oh. Many people are, they are afraid. They don't want to say yes. Oh, it's the introverts taking it's the over. Introverts, yes. yes. It's a common new phenomenon. We have to get over. <laughs> The fear of saying yes. Because then they have to go do things and they don't uh, want to do things. It's easy to say yes in the moment, but when it comes time to do it, you're like, son of a... Now, see, this is oh. me. I'm just like, I say yes to all the things. And you I'm do? out all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I'm exhausted, so but... you don't have fear of saying yes. <laughs> no, I would like some more discipline to say no, no. every once in a while. That would be lovely. Thank yeah. you. Well, I say, if you can, I always say, say yes to travel yes or some kind of destination yeah and you'll never be sorry about that i have a thing where it's like someone's like hey let's do dinner next sunday and i'm like yeah yeah and i say that today and then yeah. by the time sunday comes i'm like oh, oh yeah damn That's it everybody yeah, yeah no, right not me, not me. Oh, you? i know you i love know it? Oh. i know i will i won't like myself and i don't like to do things that i don't like myself so i say no i love you for that <laughs> I, I wish out. i could say no oh i, I wish i could say no i went yeah. out every weekend but yeah. you know i need a day you're also <laughs> single uh, this is the thing. And so that is like one of the, you know, fun things about being single is that you have a lot more there's, freedom. No, to there's a hundred percent freedom to yeah. do whatever I want to do when I want to do it. Yes. yes. And like now that my kid went back to college, I'm like, You're I don't have more. to like get home to see like to hang out with him or, you know, make dinner or anything else. I'm back to being like, oh, I think I'll. Uh, people else. also think that people should try, you know, not be afraid to try new food. That is something you don't, you shouldn't fear saying yes no, to. No, my God, trying. no. Well, I mean, I'm yeah. odd that way that, yes, I would never say no. No. No, I try everything. Try everything? Every single thing. Yeah. Even. Yep. Rocky Mountain oysters. That's what I was thinking. I have, God, I but I have you. done those. I have done. I have tried them, and I don't find them to be pleasurable. So I will not have, have them again. Them again, yeah. You know what that word is? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> They're right. so chewy. Tasty. I have goat <laughs> balls. Whatever they were called in Italy, yeah. you know. Yeah. And as they were Caprioles in my mouth, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. As they were in my mouth, I said to my girlfriends, "I, as the guest of honor at this meal, have just been given." Yeah. The prize testicles of the goat that was wandering around a mere two hours earlier. Oh, no. And it was just chewy. Yeah, it's it's they not were, a delicacy. It, yeah, it was like just chewy. You not just great. chewed and chewed. Not delicious. Anyway, so anyway, if you have FOSI, <laughs> don't worry. They're, yeah. You're in good company. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people apparently have FOSI. They do. Mm-hmm. Now, another uh, study of duh is this one. Two-thirds of parents agree kids have it much better today, but most still like their era more. (laughs) 
Two thirds of kids have it better today. Two thirds of parents, parents think say, their kids have it better today, but then they're quick to still, say, "But I'm glad I grew up." But I, I love did. my 80s. Thank yeah, you very yeah. much. Or 70s, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because you grew up because they were cooler. People. Yeah, you we had, were all just cooler then. There was yeah. no more. There was no cell phones, no social right. media. There was no leashes. It was you could go. You could have your. Oh, freedom. there were leashes. Yeah, there oh, yeah were we leashes. had leashes, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew anybody on a leash unless it was like. When they were 18 or 19 and they were going to bondage a go Yeah, no, no. Remember that club? <laughs> I love or, that club was great, right? That club was yeah. great. Um, anyway, so yes, yes, parents are nostalgic for their time. Sure. And the, the thing that, uh, you know, but they don't mind bragging to their kids. You have it much better. You but have I'm it glad. much better. I'm, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Glad I'm not born right now. Right. I used to right. walk to snow in the er, cl- school in the snow. Oh. is 20 below. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah, blah, blah. We didn't have to wear seatbelts, though. So, yeah. yeah. Helmets, <laughs> anything. How did we no. ever? How did I we mean, live? Honestly, I know I would bike two or three towns away and not come back home till yeah. the end of the day. And my parents wouldn't know where I, you know, I'm in yeah. mound. I'm biking over yeah. to Maple Plain and yeah, then I'd show up at six o'clock that night with no conversation. That would never happen. No, dude, I, I was on the Lake Minnetonka with friends on their boats and we'd stay overnight in the boats. And I didn't, we didn't have cell phones, so I didn't yeah. call and tell my mom. And finally, you, you couldn't call. No, it was and she'd so be like, perfect. Where have you been? And like, to her credit, yeah. she didn't call the cops or yeah. anything. <laughs> No, I know. I know. You just figured I'd show up. I went to Europe for two months with two <laughs> girlfriends, and I was just like, my mom's like, I'm not going to hear from you. I go, unless they run out of money. Right. Which I which did. Which you did. <laughs> which you did. Which I did. And she did, she did give cable me money or whatever. Yeah, Western right. It was Union. like Western Union. You had to go find an office to go get it. dollars But I think, you know, in Europe, like, that's pretty common. That's a common way of yeah. money, whatever. But yeah, I totally ran out of money. Yeah, you did. Went it on. Yes, we know what you spent it on. This goes. (laughs) All right, listen, um, we got to go. That's all we have for studies. We'll be right back. I loved Wednesday. I consumed it in one day. I know. I was not going to stop. I want to watch it again. I I might just start watching it again. It was wonderful. Yeah. I really liked it. And I liked, um, I just liked everything about it. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. I love a show in high school. And if you can add the dark. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, yes. a little bit of goth. Yeah, a little goth. And a little like, some awkward vampires. romance. Yes. Some awkward teen romance. Yes, in, yes. And mm. Madonna's coming to town. That was announced today. Oh, what do you know mm. about that? Yeah. And next week. Next week, we're going to have tickets to give away, you guys. You tickets wanna... go on sale for Madonna on the 27th. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's going on now in the food world in Minneapolis, St. Paul Magazine? Let's world. ask you about this. Are you guys, are you guys up for some... Uh, some ice bars? Like, are you going to yes. go to the bars that are outside? Yes. Yeah. So you want a couple of, like, my top three picks for ice yeah. bars? Yeah, yeah. Let's just do that for a moment. Um, I'm going to tell you that uh, Rosalia, which is a pizza place in Linden Hills area, Danny mm-hmm. Del Prado, 
He's got a, their ice bar is kicking. Really? It is fun. They've got outside stuff going on. They've got a whole heated patio. Oh. So people have been take, getting their pizzas inside. Oh, nice for people sitting living outside. in Linden Hills. That's my old neighborhood. I know. Oh, All the way na- back, though, to the first husband. So what? it's really been a while. What a beautiful <laughs> right? spot. Oh. I think that's a fun one. Yes. And then there's uh, the Red Wagon Pizza, which is sort of South Minneapolis, Armitage area. Mm-hmm. They've got uh, a great little ice bar situation. They've got s'mores kits, old fashions, hot toddies, shots of tequila in those little icy shot glasses. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a fun one. Um, and then there is, and this is what's, this is kind of on to the next big thing, which is the ice maze. Do you guys know about the ice? Mm-hmm. No. So down at the Vikings training camp, the yep. Vikings lakes, they have a whole ice maze, like mm-hmm. kind of like our fascination with corn mazes, yeah. but better because you can't break through the walls. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, <Exactly. laughs> no cheating is what yeah. the thing is. So they've got a whole bunch of stuff going down. They've got a million pounds of ice down there. And they are doing, um, you know, they've got like trivia games in the warming house and drinks and bonfires and all sorts of stuff. Fine. They have a hot sauce night on the 19th this Thursday. So if it's not snowing, or maybe yeah. if it is snowing, it could be kind of a yeah. fun thing to go hit the ice bar while cool. it's snowing. Yeah, or right. the ice maze. I didn't even know about that place. Did you, Grant? Oh, yeah. Had you heard about it? Well, the, the, the Vikings have been promoting it because this is the first time, I believe, it's on that location, <laughs> yes. right? Yep. So that's why Where I... Where the ha- hotel is? Yep. And, yes. the and it's called the centers. Winter Skolstice. Yep. Oh. Winter Skolstice. Like, got the Vikings tied to it. The, but the only one I've always heard of was the Ice Castles in Long Lake Regional Park. That was the one that I always used to hear yeah. about more often. And the castles are those drippy tall right, things right. that you can walk through, and yeah. that's just a whole different thing. But they have, cool. one, they have one out in Delano this year, and mm-hmm. then one out in Blaine, is it? I think it's Blaine. Maybe it's Blaine. Yeah. Um, we'll I, go to your magazine's website. Yes, maybe MSP you could find Mag. out msvmag.com. There's one in Ramsey, Ice Castles yeah. in Ramsey, which is possibly. Um, so. I'm going to ask you this. Do you guys snowshoe? Do you like snowshoeing? Do you want to snowshoe? How do you feel about it? I think about it. I know, okay. <laughs> I'm this, with you. I think about okay. it and I look at all the other people out there doing it and I say, you're doing a hell of a job. You guys are doing great. It seems that to me that snowshoeing is a very millennial Gen Z kind of thing that everyone is fascinated with it. I mm-hmm. own snowshoes and I have snow jude mm-hmm. but i love this idea that uh birches on the lake which is also out in the west on long lake Ooh, mm-hmm. i know baby. i know yeah. baby um they're doing a cool thing called brews and snowshoes and a 38 dollar package great date night 38 dollar package gets you an hour rental of the snowshoes mm-hmm. two drinks a bacon tomato grilled cheese sandwich Yum. tomato soup and a s'mores kit oh hello wow. for 38 bucks that's good that's pretty great and it's probably like a packed already packed yeah they take you on a little trail, trail. so you're a little bit you can just practice that is, people walking. always say oh i want the hot fluffy snow and i'm like that's the hardest yeah snow that's the hardest snowshoe yeah <laughs> Did you ever frequent Birch's back before it was Birch's? When, when it was, was the Billy, Hanson House? Oh, Billy's Lighthouse. Oh, I'm taking you even farther, farther back. back. I'm wow. older than you. The Hanson yeah. House is what I was it used to be. Billy's, man. Billy's was great. And when I was in high school, uh, I was broken up with at Billy's. And so then oh, I never went were back. you dumped at I got Billy's? super dumped at Billy's. Oh, no. Yeah, right? We used to give a reciprocity. If you golfed at Lakeview, you bring your receipt, you got a free drink over at Billy's. Yes. <laughs> that was good. That was good. It's a great little spot. Oh, too. I'm so glad what they did with that place. They've mm-hmm. done a nice job with Birch's. Yeah. I know. Okay, so can we talk about this? Is I think a cool idea, and I think we're going to see something a lot more of these. And this is um, like a THC dinner party. Oh yes, Ooh. please. I'm in. You in? Okay. okay. So this one is called Ground Control to Major Tom. <laughs> oh god. Thank you. <laughs> and it is at Smack Shack Bloomington, mm-hmm. and they're hosting this dinner party in which. 
you get to crack open some seltzers that are paired with a course of food, and they're going to have the local makers, the Fulton, you know, and mm-hmm. everybody who's, who's doing these THC beverages right. on hand to talk about dosage, to talk about effects, to talk about the different things and the way that they're doing them. So it's is sort that of like, part optional? That is Can not. You tell them right? to go away? Yeah. <laughs> but let's just call this one is one of those like, yeah. hey, let's learn about this. Let's learn about it. Yeah, no, I agree. And then the ones that are coming will all be the ones that will yeah. just be like, hey. That's kind of a cool idea because yeah. there really are. I was so at the many. Dabbler Depot picking yes. up some clarity. And my goodness, there's a lot of choices. And I do like the clarities. Yeah. I think those are tasty beverages. Good not sense. all of them I like, you guys, yeah. because some of them. They're are bad. Thank yes. you. Thank yeah. you, Stephanie March, yeah. for being here today. Anytime, gang. Oh, you know, that great. was super fun. Julie will be back tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. And uh, let's see. <laughs> um, oh, we're going to hear how the, how the old uh, the moon went. The honeymoon went with the X-rated and R-rated parts will be left out, I'm sure. <laughs> I forgot that that's where she was. Yes. Okay. Yes. We did finally meet the dude. I mean, I finally met him. Oh, okay. <laughs> it took me a long time. Yeah. I met him at the party. I was like, oh. There you oh, go. There you go. Yeah. yeah, super nice guy. So yeah, he'll be back tomorrow. But thank you so much. So for, fun, yeah. you guys. Thanks for having me. For filling in. Anytime. And you're you and Stephanie are going to be at the book club. Yeah, we're going to be at the book club restaurant in Armitage, and uh, that is going to be on Saturday from nine a.m. to eleven. If you come down and have brunch, they'll have brunch specials while we're broadcasting. Mention the Lori and Julia. Book yes, club I might get, get a little a hot toddy, toddy if you're twenty-one. And they are doing a cookbook swap later in the afternoon. It's oh. not our cookbook swap, but they're doing their own cookbook book swap later in the afternoon at book club that day so it's a lot of fun stuff for a january weekend and i didn't realize that was what that neighborhood was called yeah armitage 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 yeah armitage and it's like 38 yeah and they have red wagon across the street so you could check out the ice bar later they have colita on the corner and there's a rumor about some other things coming to the area it's a Mm -hmm. really cute spot yeah yeah it is but i never knew that little neighborhood was called that yeah that's cool yeah Yeah. it's nice it's nice all right, I don't know. Okay, are, are we going? Are we yet? done? Is it time to go? I'm Do you waiting need for the to music. Sing? Or yeah, is that Friday? Is. That's I'm, Friday. Oh darn it! Where is just waiting, <laughs> waiting for a song to sing us out? Right All on, right. man. Have a great night. Everybody. All right, everybody. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank Job you. done. Off you go. <laughs>